G'day, how are you? Welcome to episode number 46 of the Average Man podcast. Uh, breakout, called Breakout, not because I want to break out and get out of Headland, but because Ascrumwold is going to be in town next week for the Northwest Fest. And um, this podcast, I chatted to Brad Holder from PCC Productions, all about the Northwest Fest coming up next week, about his business and just about life in general. So we'll get to that in just a second. Um, I'll do a few quick shout-outs and um, I'll give you a rundown of what's coming up in the next few weeks and then we'll just get straight into the interview. Um, basically, yeah, shout-out as always to Two-Way Hire Services. Ross has been um, a supporter of mine from the very, very beginning and helped out and bounced ideas back and forth off me. So thanks heaps to Ross from Two-Way Hire Services as always. Uh, thanks to Carlos of Catch and Bike Carlos for your networking um, help, mate, and support and, and, and being on the podcast a couple of times as well. I really appreciate that, man. Always shout-out for Carlos. Uh, a shout-out to Ibs and Kate from Ironworks over here in Port Hedland. They were on uh, the podcast a few weeks back. Uh, that was called All Eyes On Me. A big shout-out to Waza from Pilbara Adventure Riders. Um, he was on the podcast maybe three or four weeks ago now. That was called Five O'Clock. It's 5 O'Clock Somewhere. Big shout-out to Greg Chamberlain as well, doing his thing, raising um, awareness for, for um, post-traumatic stress disorder in first responders and ex-soldiers uh, and things like that. Um, also, shout-out to, um, to Natalie um, – where am I? to oh no natasha to natasha brady from telling designs for her help with the logo and help with networking everything like that uh also um yeah basically um a shout out to the boys from sharp and fishing fit spear fishing also um and coming up in the next few weeks uh next weekend i've got carly Orr coming on for the manager of life and soul to have a bit of a chat about what they do over there and we'll have a good, a good yarn um probably a couple of, or maybe the week after that will be jared Goyen from northwest muay thai who's recently got back from his, his first fight over in thailand so we're going to catch up and chat about his gym and his experience over there i got Nikki and Gloria. Um, Gloria owns a home hardware over in South, has done for the last 32 years, and there's some big changes going on um, with that whole scene. So we'll get those girls on for a chat and about their big gay wedding they had a couple of months ago as well. Uh, and who else have we got? Yeah, I've got Narelle Kay, who's a, a coach, um, a therapist. She does uh, cognitive therapy, 
um, and mindfulness and a bunch of other things like, like that around town also. So that's all coming up in the next sort of few weeks, uh, a few other bits and pieces in the pipeline that I'll, um, I'll just work on and get te- those teed up as we go. And big shout out also to PCC Productions. Brad, as I said, is on here today having a yarn and telling us a little bit about um, the future of his business and also we have a bit of a, a chat about uh, the Northwest Fest coming up next weekend. So without me rambling on any further, um, yeah, let's jump straight into it. Cheers. Hello, g'day, how are you? Welcome to episode number 46 of the Average Man Podcast. Uh, say hello to Brad Holder. Hello, how are you? Good, mate. Welcome back. Welcome back Thank to the podcast. Thank you. So first of all, thanks for, for the time, for giving us some time out to us today. And thanks for all your, your help, man, with my audio equipment. We've just been going through it again now. Yeah, dude, this is a nice rig. You, you, you've upgraded. Yeah, yep. Been slowly upgrading. I've been... Um, I was, it was really annoying me having just dodgy sound every time I listened back and <laughs> yep, I, I, yep. Was, I couldn't figure out what to do. First, I was like, um, it, it was like Mount Everest for me. Like, where do I start? Yeah, what am yeah, I yeah. doing? What equipment do I look for? So yep. I really appreciate help, man, um, just sending me in the right direction. And then it's quite fun buying audio equipment. I like it. Yeah, you've caught the audio bug with the sound of it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely, man. Be so, careful you'll end up with a production company. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know about <laughs> that. I've got enough going on at home as it is. So yep. uh, at this stage, the missus hasn't clued on to... to um, the the how much I've been putting into it. Uh, <laughs> when she listens back, she will. She'll probably check the receipts, <laughs> yeah. eh? check the bank account. Yeah, no, I think she's happy if I'm just if I'm happy and um, same. You know they say happy wife, happy life, mate. Goes both ways. Just That's let the way. Play around, do their thing, and then they get pretty happy. So, um, yeah, the reason I, I, I said I wanted to I wanted to um, upgrade my system. I've had a bit of a problem with the. Uh, um, the app that I was using as well. Yeah, right. Um, Anchor, I've lost, I was telling you before, I've lost a couple of episodes. I couldn't figure out how to <laughs> how to bring things over from GarageBand over to um, Anchor, which I figured out now. So we're recording straight on Anchor. Nice. Um, and it's just trying to get my head around um, all the little bits and pieces so I can be a little bit more professional and, and um, feel like i um, comfortable when I rock up. Yeah, and, totally. And do something with people. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, I think you've got the most professional podcast rig in, in probably the Pilbara, in man. The Pilbara, so you've mate, done yeah. well. This is killer. Yeah. No, cool. Too easy. Uh, well, I wanted to get you on and have a bit of a yarn about the Northwest Fest. We've yes. Got next week. Absolutely. Yeah, it's only a week away, which is absolutely crazy. It's come around so quick again really this has, year. Man. Yeah. And it's huge. It's such an amazing event every year. If you don't know what the Northwest Festival is, then you're probably either very new to town or you've been hiding under a rock somewhere for a long time. It's basically been going since about 2012, I think it kicked off. Yep. And the first year we had Hilltop Hoods, Living End, and the Cat Empire as a triple whammy headliner, which it was, was huge. huge. It was mammoth. Were you around yep. for that one? I was there. Yeah, yeah was man, big, that was such a killer night. It was over at uh, the Turf Club over then, yeah. That's right, yeah. And every year it's just been getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Downsides for a couple of years there in the middle, uh, but yeah. I reckon it's it's, uh, it's flying much big again these years, which is wicked. So we've got Amy Shark headlining this year, which yep. is huge. What are your thoughts on Amy Shark? Look, she's I, I enjoy her music. I don't. Um, buy and listen to her music at home, you know. Yep. But, but I enjoy her music. I enjoy her tracks. I'll sing along to them, stuff yep. like that. Um, but she's, I mean, she's exploded really yeah. on the international scene, isn't she? As well, so. absolutely. And it's her second career as well. I believe her first career, I think, was was media. I think it was. Yeah, okay. As, uh, yeah, doing doing uh, media stuff. Um, and then her husband was the one who sort of pushed her into music because he really believed in her, even though she yeah. wasn't really feeling like she could really do it, um, which was which was really cool to see. And she's just blown up, hasn't she? Man, she's gone huge. I just still remember she won the um, uh, Hottest 100. She, she came in number one, didn't she? Number one or two? I think she came something in number like one. That, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yep. Back in well, 2015 or 16, something along yep. those lines. And she really was just sort of 
making music at home, you know, had that one track that really blew her up. And then yep. since then, she's just hit the ground running, man. She pumps out a lot of music. And I do like the, the catchy pop hooks and everything, you know, and she's kind of, she's got a lot of, um, she's got that it factor. You know? Yeah, totally. And, and totally one of the biggest headliners we've had, I think, at the festival for a very long time. So, yeah. I mean, Bliss, Bliss and Esso last year, we were huge as well. They were and, huge. And yeah. totally well yeah. known. They're just yeah. like absolute legends. Those guys absolutely cranked it. But I think Amy Shark is bigger again. So that's, that's huge. At the, yeah, I mean, definitely. Like you say, she's, she's a full-blown pop artist. So yep. that really goes yep. across, you know, like different uh, different people from different walks of life are all, all listening to that. She's all over the, over the radio. I think she's doing pretty big overseas as well. So you yeah, get, definitely totally. going to be bigger. But as far, you know, Bliss and Nassau are a pretty legendary Australian uh, hip-hop band as well. So, That's right. Know, they've been around doing it for, for a minute. Yep. And, and we've got, um, what, you got Baker Boy uh, yeah. at co-main co headline? Absolutely, Baker Boy. And he's huge as well. Have you heard much of his stuff before? I have. I've heard all of his stuff, man. Yeah, and he I think is cranking. He is, and I think he's going to be really good in this in the, for the town, man. I think That's people right. here are going to love him. I'm sure a lot of people don't realise that he was actually here last year as well. Really? Yeah, he's actually a hip-hop dancer as well, and he dances for, I don't know if he still does or not, but for Indigenous hip-hop projects. So yeah, yeah. So they I do some really great youth work in the community, um, and they come up every, probably every year or two, um, which is awesome. And he came up as, as one of the dancers yeah, working wow. with kids in, in the community and at the J.D. Hardy Centre. So, so they, the fact that a lot of the kids already know him is just awesome to see him come back. Yeah, man. He seems like he does a lot of work in the community and, and really is um, grounded to his roots, even yeah. though he's, again, exploding, going huge. He's all over the country doing things. He's on Play School the other day doing a cover. Yeah, right. <laughs> he did a cover that was of sick. Um, Tickery tickery top, which yeah. is cool. <laughs> and he seems like a real happy, positive, motivated guy. I mean, he's obviously got some good people around. Yeah. Him, you know, he's got some good connections. But again, I think he stays grounded to yep. to his, his his roots. And then, like you say, working with the kids. And, and I think they're doing some work when they come to town again this time. That's right, yeah. So he's actually – there's the J.D. Hardy Centre actually running a really cool competition. They're running rap battles yeah. in the lead-up. Um, and then he's actually going to be judging it on oh, the final wow. night, which is pretty cool. Imagine cool. imagine being a, t- a teenager in town and having your, your raps judged by Baker Boy himself. Like, yeah, that is yeah. sick. That is what an opportunity, you know. Like, so how long is he in town for? When he's, he's headlining Saturday night, when are they doing their rep battles? Man, it's, it's it's a quick slot for him. Like, he's only here for kind of a day or, or two days, kind of thing. So it's, yeah. it's it's really really fast. So I think they're they're working on the rap battles and the heats are happening in the weeks leading up to the to the yeah. Northwest Festival. Yeah, and then on, on the Northwest Festival weekend, I think is when he's he's cranking yeah, cranking right. through town. And he's going to judge it and judge the finals. So man, he seems like a, seems like a busy man. Oh, absolutely. He's got a cool flow. He's got a really good style. As I said, he's really positive. Um, a lot a lot of sort of positive upbeat vibe about him yep. he raps in um, obviously in um, English but also he does some in language as well yep. which yep. is really cool you know we haven't really heard someone like him on the scene um, yeah before so it's That's really right. cool to see someone representing you know that part of Australia yeah and WA Youth Award winner of the year as well I believe was he yeah was it national or WA I'm not sure off the top of my head but yeah he's he's a huge award winner which is amazing well so. I mean he just did well at the Namers didn't he I think yeah, yeah. that's right I'm yep. not, I don't know if he actually ended up um, winning awards at the Namers but he was definitely um, nominated for a bunch of things so. yeah it's yeah. huge so um well, who else have we got? We've got Red Hook. Yeah, we've got the Pop Bellies first. Oh, the Pop Bellies. The Pop Bellies, okay. classic bangers. Classic, now, those, yeah. Yeah, yep. those dudes are awesome. So we had them up here, like, I'm thinking back, I remember we worked with them back in, like, 2010 or 11. We had them up here for the Port Bound Festival, which was a youth and health festival that the yeah. council used to run with a youth council called Hilk, um, which was awesome. So one crazy thing that I remember, and I, I was so lucky that I got to be a part of it, but it was actually working out the logistics to have the Krusty Demons jump the stage with motorbikes while the Pop Bellies were playing on the really? stage below it. And that was sick, yeah. They jumped the stage. That they were playing totally here in Headlands, oh, yeah, yeah, what? yeah. It was insane, man. It was it was just next level. It's got to be. If I think back on on all the events I've worked on, that's one of my favourite because it was just 
insane. Well, so what was what was the event? What was it all about? It, it was it was a, it was called the Portbound Youth and Health Festival. So it was basically a music festival for youth. Yeah. Um, free. Um, yeah. All all ages, youth. Um, all sorts of stuff from hip hop dancing to rides and, wow. and chill out zone and everything like that. We had hip hip hop stage as well. Um, you could hang in, in in a tent and play Xbox. You could do all sorts of stuff. And then we had the main stage with local performers and the pop bellies. Where was it set up? Uh, that year was set up on the high school oval. Yeah. Okay. Um, just near Caltex there, which yeah. was really yep. cool. Because it wouldn't have had Wan and Kara Stadium there with the facilities and stuff. Back totally. In 2010, would they? Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Did I say that so. right? Wan and Kara. Wan and Kara. Yeah, Wan and I think so. Yeah, yep. I just normally call it the blue stadium. So. Yeah, the Lego yeah. building. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. it. Yeah, but that that was oh man, it was such a cool cool memory of mine. Just you know, and and the fact that they even agreed to it, I was yeah, just surprised yeah, about yeah. it. I was like, really, you, you want to do this willingly? And they're like, yeah, that's awesome. So I mean, the Krusty's boys would have agreed to it. No, yeah, yeah hands well, down, it, I thought it was a great idea. Totally, and I mean, it took like three or four days to just build the jumps either side of where the stage was going to go in the middle of it. Um, were they like um, framed out jumps or dirt? No, just jumps? full dirt. dirt yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. So as they were jumping it, like I was standing on stage and I was like showered in dirt while it was happening, <laughs> and it was just it was awesome. It was really next level. That's very. Very cool. That's very cool. So the pop belly's making their return to Headland. We're not going to be jumping the motorbikes over there. The not this center, time. Not this time, sadly. <laughs> Although tempting, but not this time. <laughs> but yeah, so they'll be back and they'll be playing all of the tracks that you remember. Yep. Everything from Are You Ready to all of their great hits. So Okay. I'm not, not, I know the name and I know they've been around for ages. I'm not up on their catalogue. Yeah, cool. Yeah. I, I reckon if you, if you listen to some of their tracks, you'll be like, oh, I remember this. Or, oh, yeah, I remember that. Like They were all over the radio station like yeah. five, ten years ago. So yep. And they're still banging now on, on, on sort of Red FM. Yeah, yeah, some sure. Some classics back and, and those guys are still in the hits, so. All right, cool. So yeah. then we go Pop Bellies and then we have Red Hook. Red Hook, uh, yes, yeah. exactly. Now, Red Hook, I'm probably most excited about these guys off the lineup because they're my genre. They're, 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 they're the music I like to listen yep. to, so I really love these guys. And you've actually got, uh, so the person that filmed your Cinderella um Girl, Cinderella Girl. Yeah, so film clip. Does they has worked on the a film clip with them as well? Recently, yeah, that's right. Saying? So, yeah. so if, if you don't know out there, I'm a local music as well myself, and I've got a, a couple of, of um, videos out there as well. Um, and the video guy that I've worked with on both of my videos, um, I was lucky enough to work with. He's yeah. insane. Just absolutely amazing guy, and he filmed Red Hook's um, very first video. Yeah, uh, cool. just just after he did my Cinderella Girl shoot, which we I think we spoke about last time. Yeah, on the podcast. you said yeah. he's working with another band, like in you know, a pretty big band, sort of coming up in, in the Australian scene, and then yeah. obviously now it's all come full Happens circle. to be Red Hook. Totally, yeah. it was just yeah. crazy. So it's really cool how that's kind of worked out as well. And I mean, they've gone on to, to play some really big festivals. They're playing Download at the moment, um, and they're just touring internationally, which is huge. So yeah, I've been following them uh, on Instagram. They've been crazy out there, like for and and. Uh, I was following them before I knew that they were coming yep. to to Northwest Fest. I think just hearing a couple of their tracks on on the J's on Triple J, and then sort yep. of going on following them on via Instagram, and they've just been flat out, yeah, busy out there doing the damn thing. So touring, you know, that's touring, pretty, touring. yeah, man, yeah, yep. solid. Um, and for anyone listening, I was te- I did have an interview with those guys teed up, but unfortunately they're pretty busy. You know, I, and I understand. So that's that one's fallen through. It won't be uh, speaking to any of the the the, um, the main acts this year. That's cool, man. We'll just keep trying again next year. So. That's right, absolutely. And hopefully there's some locals that would like to have a chat as well. Yeah, we've got a killer yep. local lineup. But before we get to locals, we've got the Sunday headliners as well, right? Now the Sunday, yeah, I'm pretty excited about this. I'm pretty yeah. excited about Ash Grimwald. Yeah, totally. Ash is amazing, isn't he? He's just got such a cool, chill vibe. Man, he has. And I, 
and I've been sort of, I was massive in the blues and roots scene, you know, back in the sort of mid, early noughties. Yep. Um, and Ash Grandma was kicking around still, you know, and I've just been, a, I've been a big fan of his for, for a long time. I like his music, I like his vibe. He seems yep. to, he's a musician that, you know, that stands for something, you know, he's got a message and, you know, and, and I, I reckon he's a cool, cool dude, man. And again, I'm pretty, pretty keen to see him on a, on a Sunday afternoon down at the oh, Civic Centre there. So I think that's going to be cool, yeah. And he, he's, he's been cranking around for about 20 years now, I think, hasn't yeah. he? And he's yep. just destroying it in a good way, which is just awesome. Uh, Breakout, I think, was a big track, and that must yeah. have been. I mean, that was a long time ago. That was 2005, six, seven, something along those lines, you know. Yep. So he's been he's been going for a while. Yep. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing Ash Grumwald. Uh, the Pierce Brothers? Yes, who are going to be huge as well. They are awesome. Have you heard much of their tracks? No, no. I haven't. So they're still up and coming a bit as well, but they are very similar to Ash in a way, mm. except they've got a bit more energy and a bit more vibe on stage. So okay. they're kind of a similar bluesy roots folk genre, um, but yeah, just a bit more energy with them, which is cool. And how many brothers is there? I think they're playing as a four-piece that okay. day, but I, I think I think it's just the two of them yeah. that lead it that are yep. the brothers, but we've, we've got them as a four-piece. So. Yeah, right, cool. Yeah, man. it's going to be a lot of fun. They're going to be cranking. Um, what, and we'll get to the to the um, local acts in a minute. But what sort of time, uh, like times, are we are we looking at? As in gates opening, first act starting to play on the Saturday, closing up. What time do people want to start getting down on the yeah, Sunday? Yeah, totally. Kind of so look, we, we've actually moved the times on the Sunday an hour earlier based on feedback from people because people were saying last year it was just a little bit late for kids and just a little bit late to to run the event on a, on kind of a school night and work night. Yep. So we've moved the whole thing back an hour. So it all kicks off, I think, about three o'clock on the Sunday, which is cool. That is um, good. Yeah. yeah, so that'll work really well, and it'll finish by about eight o'clock. So that's actually perfect. Yeah. yeah. So I yep. think Ash Grimwell's set will finish about seven forty-five. Yep. Um, and then yeah, there's about fifteen minutes of background music, and you know, yeah. chill people, out for a little bit, and yeah, then exiting. head off after that. So yeah, <clears throat> well, that's, that's great. Pretty, that's pretty cool, mate. I'll be I'll be home in bed by nine o'clock. Exactly. That <laughs> that's that's the way, and that's what we thought for people as well. We thought let's not make it too late, but let's still make sure we get enough time with Ash with the, with, the, with the sundown, so we can get some decent lighting happening yeah. and, and give him a really good set. So it's yeah, gonna that, be cool. That'll be good. So so three, three o'clock and, and gates open at three or? Yeah, that's yeah, right. Gates, gates open at three. three. Yeah. And first artist on at, at five past three. So we're straight into oh, it, wow. which okay. is killer. And the, the first local artist we've got actually on the Sunday is Sophia Holmes. Sophia Holmes. So she's an amazing artist. I think she's like 12 or 13 years old and she's from Karatha. Oh, wow. She is phenomenal. She was up here for the um, Red Country Music Festival recently. Yep. Um, and did a really good job. We were really impressed with her set. And that's why we've asked her to come and play at this one. So she's cool. phenomenal. She was... Um, Really, really engaging as a performer. And for someone of that age, it was just incredible to hear her tell the stories about the songs that she's written. Yeah, and um, have that sort of confidence on yeah. stage and engaging with the audience. That's cool. Exactly. And you, you couldn't tell that she was nervous at all. She was just so calm, collected, and just delivered really well and performed incredibly as well. What an amazing voice. So oh, that's awesome. And what really kind of keen. music is she... Does she play? Yeah, acoustic singer-songwriter stuff. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'd be beautiful on a Sunday afternoon. Perfect. Exactly. Yeah, lead up to some of those other chilled-out blues and roots-style bands. Yeah. That's right. Yep. Exactly. So she's kicking off the Sunday, which is going to be phenomenal. She's kicking off Sunday, and there's other local artists on the Sunday as well? Yes, there's one other local artist by the name of Bella Blackmore. Bella Blackmore, yep. Yes. Exactly. So we're excited about Bella as well. She is phenomenal as well. She's come from Margaret River. Yeah. About I think it was about probably eighteen months ago she moved up here and she played on the Northwest Festival last year as well on the Saturday yeah. lineup. So yep. we're really keen to to get her on the Sunday lineup this year as well, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah. If we um we know Bella, she's a friend of uh, you know, mine and my wife's, and, and um she's been pretty busy around the around yeah. the place. I know she opened up for the Waifs as yep. well. She's yep. done a lot of little gigs around down at the the yacht club and the Esplanade and stuff. So she's she's out there doing some work. That's cool. Yep. That's good. And a phenomenal singer songwriter herself yeah. in her own right. She's just incredible. Um, she really 
really does a good job and I really love the songs that she puts together and she's written a couple of songs I believe about the Pilbara as well since she's been up here so no doubt she'll reveal them as well which is really yeah. cool I think she's played a couple of the waves which is cool that's cool um, yeah so really excited for that set too righto and then the Saturday is going to be a, probably a bigger sort of day yeah. all around an evening so what what time are we looking at opening that's dates? right I think that all kicks off about 4pm I think on that day I'll okay. check that one but off the top of my head but yeah when, when you're kind of there from the start, uh, setting up, it, uh, yeah. <laughs> you kind of forget what time it all kicks off. Big, big day for you guys, yeah. <laughs> that's it. So, no, that's going to be a huge day as well. And, and kicking that off, we've got the incredible Lockie John, who's a, a really amazing local singer-songwriter as well. He's moved here about a year ago as well. Mm. Uh, his family's lived here a little bit longer than that, but he used to live down south in the Wheatbelt region. Yep. Um, so he actually won a West Australian Music Award down there as well for a song that yeah, he okay. wrote um, and then moved up to Headland not long after that. So we're stoked to have him on the lineup too. And, He's been playing a few local events as well. So he played at uh, Welcome to Headland Night and closed the night for us that night. Um, and, yeah, he's just a really talented guy as well. Plays um, a bit of mouth organ, um, country folk kind of stuff too. Uh, cool. Yeah. Uh, so, again, uh, a solo solo artist. Are all the local artists uh, solos? No, we've got one more local artist actually, which is uh, Mikey and the Salty Cowboys. So Mikey and these the guys Salty are, Cowboys. These guys are awesome. You might have heard of Mikey Smith. You probably have heard of him before. He's actually played on the Northwest Festival lineup about, for, I think it was three or four years ago now. Okay. Um, and he is a phenomenal With singer-songwriter. With the Salty Cowboys? Or no, he, a... he was solo that time. Right. Uh, but he is a phenomenal singer-songwriter who came over from Newcastle about probably six or seven years ago maybe now. Yep. Um, and he's, yeah, absolutely. I actually used to work with him. He was our, our technician at the Matt Dan Theatre and Cinema. So, yeah, right. And just a phenomenal performer, absolutely amazing guy. And we're really excited to to hear his new backing band with the Salty Cowboys. So, yeah, I like the name. Yeah, he, li- he lives in Caratha <laughs> these days. But, um, yeah, he's coming back over for the festival. Yeah, so Pilbara base, mate. It's all, it's all good, isn't it? Definitely. And he, he writes a lot of originals himself. Um, he's played in various bands over the years. He's played in a couple of hardcore bands. One that was called The Great Escape. Um, which were quite a big band that did really well um, back over in Newcastle for some time there. So, All right. yeah. Cool. He sounds like the, the right man to lead us into some of the, the biggest. So we'll go, we'll go from um, Mikey. Uh, so so Lockie, Lockie's kicking it off. Sorry. No, uh, no, so we, sorry. But yep. what, was, what was old mate's name with the Salty Cowboys? It's, Mike, yeah, Mike, yep. Mikey and the Salty Cowboys. Mikey and the Salty So we'll go from Mikey and the Salty Cowboys and then straight into Red Hook. That's and right. Yep. Pot bellies. The pot bellies. And date fake yep, boy. Fake the name boy. Yeah. So that sounds like the perfect guy to kick into some of the bigger bands. Definitely. So bring bring the awesome. energy level up a little bit. Yeah. And I assume they're going to have the whole setup there with the food trucks and and all. Absolutely. Yep. 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 And an over eighteen sort of licensed area at the back. Yep. 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 So so the the Saturday is over 18s only. So it's the licensed right. licensed event. Uh, and the Sunday is the the family sundown of okay. one. So. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, if you got. Um, a slightly different role or is there a different setup to, to it all this this year, the way it's been organised and booked and everything like that? Yeah, it's, it's, it's fairly similar. Um, yep. So, it's, yeah, we, we're still still uh, managing the event through the town of Port Hedland yep. um, with some amazing sponsor support as well. The, the, the amount of sponsors that are on board with this are absolutely amazing. So everyone from BHP to Roy Hill to FMG and there's heaps of smaller sponsors as well who we really value yep. who've helped put this together. So it's, it's just phenomenal to have the, the amount of support that we have for this and I probably should mention all of their names super quickly as well yeah which is go for it man BHP Roy Hill FMG uh, Goodline Pilbara Port Santos uh, Port Hedland International Airport Cleanway Port Haven The Esplanade GWN Northwest Telegraph Red FM and Spirit 91 point, uh, 94.1 as 94.1, well wow. which is amazing so it's, it's just, just great to have so many people on board pulling this together because it's not often that we get this calibre of music in, in the community of Port Hedland up here right north so yep. even in the Pilbara um, and I, I think it's probably one of the biggest artists to have Amy Shark here yeah. in, in, in years, even in the whole Pilbara. So that's yep. just phenomenal. 
No, I think there'd be a big turnout. Definitely a big turnout, especially for, you know, like I said, I think Baker Boy's perfect for the Pilbara. I think it's going to get, you know, the crowd really pumping and, and Amy Shark, everyone loves her everywhere she goes. So it's definitely, definitely going to – and all the bands. It's great. I think there's a great selection of bands, but those two are two big, big headliners. And then, again, on the Sunday, what a cool day, man. For me personally, Ash Grumble, that's, that's awesome. Mate. Yeah, he's going to be huge. That. Yeah. He's going to be absolutely huge. Um, well, where was we where were we actually going with that? I had, I had something to say – Quickly about that. No, it's gone. It's gone from my head. <laughs> that happens. Um, we're with uh, your PCC. So you guys yeah. are going to be um, hiring out the equipment and setting up and, and having sound techs no, and not, everything this year? No, not for North West Festival. Okay. Um, that one's a bit of a separate one that's done just through the Chatterport headland. So okay. Yeah, so we, so we use all the, all the town equipment and town staff for that one. Okay, so, and they've got yeah. enough gear to... to yeah, to totally. S- okay. Yeah, so we, we bring a bit of excess in from Perth and bring a lot of it in from Perth for that one. So. All right. Yeah, but together with it all, it all, it all comes together, which is amazing. Yeah, cool, so, cool. Yeah. So are you just going to be um, partaking in yeah, listening so and actually enjoying yourself? Totally. So, so yeah. my, my role this year on the festival is a little bit different to last year. Last year I was lucky enough to be on stage mixing the monitors for all the artists. So yeah. I got to do sound for basically what, what monitors is, is it's the speakers facing the artists. Yep. So what I got to do is, is put together the mix of the, of the, the instruments that they, each artist, each musician on stage wanted to hear yep. so they could best play. Um, which was a really cool role and I, I really enjoyed that. This year my, my role is a little different. I, I get to be the assistant to the artist liaison. So all I'm doing is making sure the artists are happy backstage, okay. um, sorting out their writers, making sure they've got everything they need. Writers are important. Yeah, absolutely it is. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I haven't done that role on a big festival like this before, so cool. it's going to be a lot of fun. And it'll allow you a little bit more of a chance to actually listen and enjoy yeah. the music, from not from a technical point of view when you're actually working it. Definitely, yeah, yeah, definitely. Cool. And, and hopefully a bit of a chance to actually chat to some of the artists. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, yeah, meet them a bit more. And, yeah, That's cool. Really good. And finally meet the Red Hook guys that, are <laughs> yeah, yeah. that I've been following for so long and you know we've got similar connections, so... That's cool. They seem like a wild bunch, man. Yeah, yeah no, it's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, I remember, I remember what I was about to uh, say a minute ago. But is yeah. this an MC event as well? Is there someone's going the to be MC? Saturday there is. Yeah. yeah, and it's actually Robbie Klitzing from um, uh, Red FM. Okay, uh, who you might remember from if you if you're not a Red FM follower, he he does the breakfast show with Alana on there, uh, and he also used to be the breakfast announcer here in Headland at Spirit okay. a few years ago. So he's awesome. Um, really looking forward to having him up again. Cool. Sounds good. Um, uh, I want to ask a couple of questions about you and yeah. and your and um, PCC and how you guys are going. Totally. You've got the big truck. Yeah, now, yeah, so. that's right. We've got the big rig, so that's great. So I've actually um, I'm I'm about to finish up my time at the Matt Dan Theatre and Cinema after sixteen years. Sixteen um, years. Sixteen years, which is phenomenal. And I've really like I started volunteering there when I was like twelve years old, man. Yeah, so it's, wow. uh, it really has shaped who I am as a person yeah. um, to, in terms of working there and just learning and developing. So it's it's come the time, and it was a hard decision. It was such a hard decision that. PCC is just growing to the point now where I kind of can't do both anymore. So that's cool. That's great. Um, yeah, yeah. Put my resignation in with the town, unfortunately. Wow. Um, and uh, moving to PCC full time very soon. Mate, well, I think that's great. Look, uh, you've been. I don't. Know, I don't know if it's burning the candle at both ends, but you've been doing a <laughs> lot of work. Oh yeah. Um, your, your job and then PCC, and there's a lot of work that goes on behind that. Obviously. Yeah. Just even talking to people, organising equipment, gear, making sure things run smoothly, set up. Breaking everything back down again, cutting everything back here, making sure it's all working. That's you know, it. you know <laughs> uh, there's just, a, you know, uh, you're making sure your itinerary is all in order. I'm just sure there's, there's just crazy amounts of work, but the perfect way to have a uh, uh, your own business uh, and to move into it full time is exactly that: is to start your business, do what you love uh, on the side, 
normally you start doing it for nothing, for peanuts. It's a lot of work with nothing coming back towards you and then keep building, keep building, keep building until That's eventually it. you get to the point where you can't do both jobs anymore. It's not, and like you said, I'm sure you love working for Matt Dan and, oh, and you it. love the work you've been doing at the town of Port Hedland. It's probably very, very fulfilling. But to, to be so busy with your own business on the side that was on the side, that's just that's awesome perfect mate totally yeah and I mean I, I guess the, the way the, the PCC was kind of created um, it was always an extension of what I was doing at the town anyway yep to a large extent it was supporting local events and, and building the community and, and, and providing audiovisual services so that events can happen and we can get some really high quality artists in town so the fact that I can now take that to the next level is, is huge um, and I'm really excited to do that so we can support Headland and support getting more museos yeah. here and more events and yeah. local stuff and yeah see more happen and it's I mean, it's one thing to have the, the capabilities to, to help pull these things off and the equipment and the and the um, to, to have the right skills, but to have the passion as well. And you've definitely definitely got that, man. So yeah, I, know, I think that's that's a great thing for the for the town to have really really good uh, resource for us to have. But so you what's what's the new setup? You got the new big truck, you got rid of the van, so you got yep, big truck, little totally, truck. Totally, so we're expanding a bit here and there as well. We're just doing more and more with our events, which is awesome. Um, we, we're entering more into the visual department as well, so cinema screenings as well, outdoor cinema, all that kind of stuff. So you guys are involved um, in, in that the stuff the stuff at um, the Esplanade or, or no, civic, no, civic ne- ne- neither. Unfortunately, yeah. at the moment, um, so the, the town does all of the the okay. screenings yeah. over at the at the Civic Center Gardens, which is awesome. So they do that internally. Yep. Uh, so involved with my town hat on with that at the moment. Yeah, but sure. Not from PCC, um, and uh, very shortly, yeah, we'll, we'll be able to duplicate a bit of that and do it for, for people's backyard screenings if they like. Oh, wow. Um, or do it for corporate events or anything like that that anyone needs in town. So Cool. That really looking good. forward to that. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun and it's something that's kind of missing in the town at the moment. So. Yeah. Yeah, man. A little bit of entertainment, like, like yeah. visual entertainment, like you're saying, that's something exactly. It's a big part of uh, the, the general culture that people that we have now and it is something yeah. that's, that's missing in town. I know Matt Dan do put movies uh, on as well. Yep. Um, but to have it a little bit more available and to take advantage of specifically when the, the weather is beautiful here um you know in town to take advantage of that and get outside in some of the parks we've got and people's backyards and stuff you know for events i think that's an awesome idea definitely yeah, yeah so that's going to be huge as well but um yeah obviously we're still really big on supporting local music so yep. we're still cranking through on our, our local events and, and and bands and everything and we're about to get our rehearsal room happening solidly as well um we've got a rehearsal space set up at our warehouse here uh, and uh, the idea in that is that bands can come in and rehearse, and we all the all the equipments there are in them in there for them. It's only about a hundred bucks a night to rehearse, mm. um, nice. nice and easy. Come along, all chip in twenty five bucks each if you've got four people in a band or whatever. It's too easy, um, yeah, yeah, totally. And then it's all ready to go. So hopefully through that we see some more local bands forming and people growing networks and and sort of creating those acts that we're kind of missing in the pool at the moment. So yeah. I know Headland has has had a bit of a lull in terms of local bands. There's lots of local solo musicians and great duos, yeah. um, but not too many bands at the moment. So we want to see a bit more of that form and, and sort of help help that to happen. So, And have you been doing uh, recording much music here? Yeah, definitely. So as, as an add-on to our rehearsal room as well, we've got a bit of a recording studio set up. Um, so that's that's been really fun as well. I just worked recently with a guy named uh, Will Smith um, who performed on the Northwest Fest last year actually. William Smith. Yes, William Smith. Um, so I got, I got in trouble for calling him Will Smith because he doesn't like to be. Uh, uh, okay, yeah, I didn't like people, realize that. Doesn't like people, well, when uh, you hooked me up with him last year, yeah. and I had a chat with him. He did his yep. one man band, uh, yep. Human Human Rights. Yes, um, one the man musical, musical. That's right. Yep. Which was just hilarious. It's so <laughs> like so inappropriate and politically yeah. incorrect, and it was great. I loved it. Um, and I spoke to him. Oh, I must have spoken to him before. Before I came and watched the rehearsal, and then ca- and then came and watched the the one man musical rehearsal here. Yep. And had him on the on the podcast, and he was um, 
great, hilarious guy. I had a really good chat with him and I still keep in contact with him as well. Awesome. Um, via Messenger and, and whatnot. And he was, it, was all, it was sort of like he came in, um, when he first introduced himself to me and we started the podcast. He was sort of in a bit of a character. Yeah, he cool. Was, he was sort of, yeah, it's kind of, um, I'm not sure if he was just doing it for a laugh or that's how he felt comfortable, but it was quite <laughs> funny. He had a bit of this character on and he told me, I don't like being called Will Smith. I like to be called William Smith. Will Smith's, an, uh, you know, a, a comedic yep, actor. Yep. And like he had this sort of... Fair enough. And cool. I thought, okay. And then we pretty soon broke through those little barriers and just started talking about all sorts of stuff. He's um, an easy guy to get going. Yep, yep. And wound him up a little bit and, and he went off on a bunch of different subjects <laughs> and topics. And, uh, so if you haven't heard it, make sure you have a listen back to that podcast from a yeah, while yeah, back, yeah, hey? Yeah, that's, yeah. That's we were, that was um, at the Esplanade with the um, the little iPad and my little my Yeah, little the little old yeah, That's awesome. Yeah, so the audio will be shocking on that one. Um, <laughs> now, he actually went on to perform that show, actually, Human Rights, the musical over in Perth at Fringe World. Yeah. And did really well out of it. He did two or three shows. I was just caught up with him a couple of weeks ago, so obviously doing the recording. Um, but it went really well down there in Perth. So that's really cool. Oh, so we're really glad. proud to say that that was one of the first shows that I ever know of that was created for Fringe World here in Headlands. So yep. that was it was amazing. Yep, the idea was born here. He worked all the material here and everything. Yeah. And what yeah. did you record for him recently? So we recorded one of the songs from the musical, actually. So <laughs> yep. that was that was a lot of fun. So we got in here. It was a hair metal song. So yep. it, was, it was really cool to, to do that one and, and kind of put it together. I've, I've never recorded a cello. Um, yeah. bit in, in the place of an electric guitar before. So yep. that, that was a lot of fun to try and work that and try and work out how to make that sit in the mix. It was, it was really fun. Look, and he's a talented guy because oh, yeah. if you just try and explain it to somebody, um, you, you, you won't get all the essence of, of, of how it went because I was really impressed. I mean, his hip hop was good. Yeah. He was good. He had good timing, good lines. Yeah. Um, his all his impersonations were spot on. You know, yep. it didn't yep. come across. It didn't come across like um, like a uh, a white guy doing a, a, a take off of a hip hop song. It yep. came just yep. across. You know, you hear people do little hip hop songs all the time, and then and they, sometimes they'd be quite, quite cringy. But the guy's really <laughs> good, man. You know, he had a bunch of different styles of songs. Yeah. I was impressed with them all. Um, obviously, playing the cello on the side um, and doing all the singing all the songs as well and you know he was still working the whole thing at the, at the time but i was really really impressed it was hilarious he's obviously a very talented and skilled guy and um yeah yeah that's definitely cool. he's back recording one of the tracks from it totally yep yep so that was sick hopefully that will be coming out very soon online which is a lot of fun to put together is there a, uh, online? So it's not, not a clip with it. It's just the, no, just the audio. Uh, yeah, just the audio at the moment. I think he is planning to record a clip because he's also looking to take the show over to, I think it was Adelaide Fringe or Melbourne Fringe, one of the two. Yep. Um, so he wanted to put together a bit of a promo video with the song um, to sort of promote the show over there before he goes over. So, yeah, sure. Yeah. I just keep <laughs> laughing every time I think about yeah, him and that show. Yeah, it's such a great show. Yeah, well, apparently, and, and see, yeah. I, I hadn't, I, I think I saw the version of it right before you did. Yep. Actually, so I, because I, I, I was away for the, the show that he did here in Headland, unfortunately, uh, right. so I missed yeah. it. Um, but it was, I, I believe what happened is he took it down to Perth Fringe and then it kind of evolved through the week of him performing it as well. Yeah, I bet. So yep. I believe it's not exactly what we saw either. I believe yep. it's a bit more polished now and it's, it's a lot tighter yeah. and yeah. And it, it was great prior as well, but yeah. Yeah, well, worked yeah. on it a bit more and it's evolved, so. It's the kind of thing it needs to be played in front of a live audience yeah. to really know where the lulls are, where the dips are, what things hit really hard, where you can tighten it up. You know, I'm sure that I'm sure as many times as you play something like that, it'll keep evolving. As That's well. right. You know, Absolutely. It's very, very interactive with, with the audience and how they react to things. And the, the uncomfortable factor of it was a huge part of it. It <laughs> makes you feel uncomfortable, especially in a small little room. It was great. You know, I, I yeah, love those yeah, situations. Yeah. It's just this guy's got some balls, man. Yeah, that's right. Well, <laughs> I, I think it's the kind of work, the kind of performance, 
performance that no matter who comes along, they're going to be offended about something about the show. Yep. And you kind of got to go into it with the mentality of that happening. Yeah. Um, and it's you, not offensive yeah. just to offend you. It's offensive yeah. to break down stereotypes and, and, and social constructs and ideas exactly. and things like that. You know? Yeah, exactly. So you can't take something like that personally. It's not pointed at you or anything like that. Not at all. It is a very funny show though. Especially so was, when the gun's great. aimed um, at everyone. Exactly. It was a 360 exactly. spray on absolutely totally, everything. Totally, so, including yeah. himself in some areas I yep. bet. So, you know, it's not one of those things that you can – yeah, absolutely. Um, now, I did uh, mention before that you – you, you, you must be glad about um, narrowing your focus down to one major project for yourself at the moment. How, how have you managed with a young, uh, uh, a young kid, um, yep. wife, um, multiple jobs, business, all this stuff, man? Like, does you burning? Did you burn yourself out at times? Or <laughs> oh, I'm not going to lie. Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Oh, for sure, did man. Absolutely. Yeah. And so there's a lot of after hours style work as well because of yeah, the nature definitely. of all these events. It's all after hours for sure. But the, the, the biggest thing for me is that uh, I, I believe what I'm doing makes a bit of a difference in the community, and yep. I, I, I think what I what I really want to get out of is 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 for for people to feel like they're comfortable to live in Headland. I mean. If we can create things for people to do here, then more people are going to want to move here. Um, mm-hmm. And if uh, I mean, obviously, I grew up here myself as well, and there wasn't a whole lot to do when I grew up. So, giving stuff for youth to do and local people to do, I think, is so essential to to growing the community and the town and, and making it more vibrant. So, Absolutely. that's that's why I do what I do, and that's what keeps me doing it. So, it kind of, uh, I, I mean, I guess I'm really lucky in that what everything I do doesn't feel like a job to me. Yeah, because I just enjoy doing it. and I can see the end goal and the vision from it. So, but you need that support as well. You know, you oh, need absolutely, your, your wife and yeah, your and I'm, to be I'm, on I'm and so board. blessed to have such an awesome wife who was so supportive in that area as well. Yeah. Like before we had Bub as well, she would come out and do the gigs with me, and she'd be packing the cases it's, and packing the truck, and you know, she'd be it's doing. Hard. It's yeah, hard. It's hard for, for mothers of young children, you know, like especially when dad's got a passion and a goal and a dream, and he's out there doing. Because when you're yeah, out there chasing right. your dream, putting in the work, yeah. It, you're just not at home. That's the way those for things sure. go, you know, and it's hard for everyone involved, but that's, you know, the sacrifices you make to, for, for things that you're, you're really passionate about. And you that's right. In. So hats totally. off to you, mate. But, um, and I'm sure you're still going to be flat out and busy, but you might yeah. have a little bit more time. <laughs> hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, that would be good. A bit now. more family yeah. time, I think, hopefully. Yeah. So I think we're, we're reaching that stage now with a 14 month old. So again, as, as, as your baby gets older as well, um, toddler now, yeah. gets older as well. You can, they can, you know, Wife and kid can start coming out again. You know, yep. um, you know, obviously, maybe not staying for loud live music events, but <laughs> just coming out and being involved in the setup and and just being around more just gets a totally. bit easier. And they start walking around and, and well, some in one hand it gets a bit ways, easier. Right? Yeah, yeah, you can do yep. more things with yep. them, but they do start causing mischief. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. We're a band practice the other night, and, uh, and Lily, my my fourteen month old, uh, was was um standing in front of the sound desk and actually pushed up the master fader, smash the volume up of the room, and everyone's going, "Whoa, what's going on?" So <laughs> yeah, I totally get it. Great in some ways, not so great on the ears and others. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's great. My my boy, uh, I've got the girl and the boy three. My girl Heidi, she's three, just turned three. My boy's recently just turned five, and yep. as fun as they. Like my daughter's so fun at that age. She's just hilarious. You know, she's a little menace. Yep. At five now, my boy's really starting to understand things. I can I can have discussions with him, and you can take you can take him more places and go. Look, mate. You know, this is what we're going to do. You can't do this. You can't do that. And I, and, yeah. And then if you know things start to starts to have a meltdown. We can have a chat about it and reason with them. You know, you yep. can't reason yep. with with babies. You know, there's it comes a certain age we can start reasoning with them and things get a little bit easier. Yeah. But then they start arguing with you because they've got their own <laughs> ideas. You know. Yeah, <laughs> but, she's already going. No, no, no. Well, so, girls yeah, do it's, it's, do that, it's mate. Coming. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, that's really good, man. So I'm fo- hopefully, totally. hopefully you can get a little bit more of a, uh, a balance going going on uh, with all that sort of stuff. I wanted yeah. to quickly talk to you about music. Yeah. General music. General music. General music. Cool, so man. there's some new new track, uh, new music out at the moment. Um, are you a Slipknot fan? Oh, look, I, I used to be. I haven't listened to a lot of Slipknot in a while, though. Yeah. I actually, it's funny because my snare drum is a Joe Jordison custom. So oh, wow. I do, I do on my drum kit uh, for PCC, actually. Yeah. And funnily enough, it's, it's one of those, those snare drums that, you know, a drummer rocks up who you never met before and they're going to use that drum and they go, what is this? Are you serious? <laughs> but then they hit it and love it. And it nice we've, and we've, crisp. Yeah, yeah. We've even had, with the Piccolos now, we've even had like jazz drummers roll in, oh, look wow. at it and go, oh, what is this? Hit it and just absolutely love the thing. So, yeah, right. Yeah, but yeah, but totally. Through high school, I love Slipknot. Yeah, for me, it's just gym gym music. I don't sit down at home, you know, with a, with a beer <laughs> and my kids running around and crank out crank some Slipknot. Slipknot. Yeah, totally yeah, yeah. Neighbours look at me a bit funny, but it's a gym gym um, music for me. But I nice. got a new album that dropped, I think, a week or two ago. Yep. Not um, not great as yep. far as their last album. I think they dropped in 2014. was real sort of banger, real good album, solid yep. tracks all the way through. This one was a little bit more hit and miss, but still good enough for the, for the gym, mate, you know? For sure. You just need that power sort of uh, – I just need that power riffs and, and um, you know, drum line and everything in the background with, yep. except for you know, when I'm sort of working out. So it's good for, good for that. But the other thing I wanted to speak to you about, what about – are you a Tool fan? At not, all? Not, not so really. much. Yeah, I don't know. Tool, Tool was a little bit before me, a little bit. Mad. Yeah, I, sure. I don't know. Like I, I do like Tool, but it wasn't something I really got into heavy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, about you? Yeah, I like Tool. I, I, I yeah. like Tool, and I, I like the whole progressive. I mean, I like progressive metal in in general. Yep. Um, nice. But they they are releasing a new album soon, um, yep. which is cool. First, so they released a, f- a song two weeks ago. First new music in fourteen years or something. And Tool, wow. tool fans, I'm not one of these that I'm about to describe, but Tool fans are notoriously like. Very crazy fans, like they not crazy as in, um, uh, you know, oh, I want to stab you, crazy, like, <laughs> like crazy as in yeah. very, very passionate. They love everything that Tool do for sure. And that's not me. I just like them peripherally. I think they're a great band, but their yep. their bands have been hanging out. Their fans been hanging out for new music for a long time. But a really interesting thing for me was that um, up until again a week or two ago, my well, there might be a month ago now. They've never had any music on streaming services. Wow, really? They just they did just not know put that. their whole catalogue up on streaming That's services. That's insane. Yeah. They wow, didn't, didn't want to play the game. Wow, so what changed? Uh, I think that they just... Was this record label kind of saying you need to do this? Well, or was well it? They, they own it all. They own everything. So yeah, they, sure. Yeah, you know, um, but it was, it was the, the four members and I think it's just a conversation that they've had, uh, they've had many times over the years and there's yep. some of them saying we, sh- we should do this for our fans, you know, and people go, no, we want to have the rights to all our music. We want to make you know, all the money. Off but owning all your masters, uh, from what I've heard, makes a big difference in what you get paid off the streaming yeah, services. Right. So they yep. own all so their masters. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you all get, always get royalties, but they're, they're pittance, like, for, yeah. for people that don't own their masters, so they own the masters. They're going to still make money off it, and I think that they finally just bent the knee and said, "Come on, let's just let's just put our catalog <laughs> online." So the whole tool catalogs on 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 um, Spotify and wow. um, iTunes. Uh, what do they call it? Uh, Apple Music and everything now, and they're getting flogged. Yeah, yeah no absolutely way. flogged. Yeah, that's so awesome. Oh, that was quite that was quite interesting. And then there's new music coming out from Birds of Tokyo. I don't know if you've hey, Birds of Tokyo yes, fan. Yeah? Absolutely, yeah, definitely. I love some birds. Loves birds. There's just two singles at the moment. Yep, and um. I love birds. I love carnival as well. Yeah, 
Awesome. And me and a, a couple of my friends down in Perth, we kind of followed the rise of Birds of Tokyo. Yeah, which was wow. Really cool. Yeah, yep. It was a side project for Kenny from from Carnival. Yep. yep. Um, and he started playing in like the Capitol and Ambar and things like yep. that. The Amp Bar and things in in um Perth. It would be like twenty people at the show, thirty people at the show. You know, because we yep. knew that oh, yep. it was Kenny from Carnival side band. And then the next time around, it was fifty people. The next time yep. around, there was a hundred, and it grew very quickly. Within eighteen months, they were you know touring the the whole country and probably overseas, and they, they had. Mu- music on the radio it was really cool to just see that like the little fire and then boom this big explosion yep. and i mean birds are bigger than carnival totally now, yeah i'd say both great bands both great bands but i'm pretty stoked to hear um new music from from them and sort of going yep. a little bit back back more towards the pop ballad style of music because cool i don't know if you heard the name i can't the name of their album i can't remember off the top of my head but it was i think two albums ago one or two albums yep. ago it was sort of like Carnival. Yeah, I, I, I remember that. It yeah. sounded a bit more Carnival-esque, didn't it? Yeah, totally, it had more totally. more harmonies and, and sort of yeah. drawn out melodies through the middle a bit of it. Heavy and guitar riffs. And yeah, yeah, and yeah, prog- yeah. progressive as well, yeah. you know, like progressive sort of rock type sound to it, which was qu- quite different. Mm. Um, I loved it, I enjoyed it, but I'm happy with Birds doing Birds and Carnival. Totally, really. Carnival, Carnival, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I was lucky enough to work with Birds back in like... I think it was around the same time of the rise. Wow. Like it was, it was such a cool concert. I went down to help a friend down in Caratha yeah. at the Walkington Theatre. They were putting on a community concert there, uh, and it just happened to be Birds of Tokyo that was headlining, um, cool. which was awesome. I hadn't really heard of them yet, but it was just after they'd released Silhouetic, so had they had yeah. just yeah. started to take that rise, yeah, which was yeah. huge. Um, and it was a killer concert. It was a fundraising one to raise money for the Royal Fine Doctors. Yeah, right. Um, and I think there was about two thousand people in attendance, so it was absolutely cranking this yeah, tiny little space. Yeah. Huge concert. And they're great. And uh, and their sound guy that was there at the time is actually one of the guys who's been instrumental to helping us to get PCC off the ground here. So oh, cool. he runs an amazing production company in Perth called CCA Productions. Um, yeah, right. And those guys are just absolute legends. They've really helped us along the way and, and mentored and trained us. So yeah, cool, yeah. cool. Hey, did. Was there uh, – did Carratha get one of the one-night stands years ago? I years ago, I, th- I think they, they did. did. I, be- I, I believe they so. one of the first ones, didn't they? Yeah, I think Daniel so. Daniel Johns, I think, off the top of my head. You, you didn't go down no, there for No, no, I didn't, didn't yeah, unfortunately, I no. it was a few years back now. Yeah. But, oh, well, Headland, we've got to cool. have a crack at that next year. Yeah, you know, I it's agree. All, it's, all, it's all town support. It's all sort of That's town. right. You, it's all crowd crowd support, basically. Yeah, that, yeah. That, you're going to yeah. get people in your town to get together and make videos and sort of petition them when they come up. And That's right. We should have a crack at that next year. It'd be cool to have one of those. Um, come through town again That'd be amazing But uh, another band That's releasing Some pretty cool music At the moment Which I don't know if you, if you may have heard Of these guys or not But they're called The Fame The Fame The Fame F-A-I-M Yes I have heard of them Yeah cool So they're a Perth band Which is awesome um, And their manager Is the drummer of Gyroscope might have, You might have told me About them Possibly Yeah Possibly But these guys are awesome And they've just Gyroscope Yeah oh, Gyroscope yes. Used to go to all their gigs Back right. in the, yeah, back in the good day Back good at Gyros but they they have just dropped a new album actually. It's still they've only released what is it one two three tracks from the album so far. The rest okay. is you know how iTunes blurs out the rest until the release oh, date. Yeah, yeah. So I'm hanging out for the rest of it. But make sure you give them a listen. They're up and coming at the moment, and they are currently touring the world. Actually, they're just doing their very first um, international headline tour now, cool. um, which is huge. So these the guys fame, are just F A I M. Yes, that's right. Now these guys have literally blown up in probably the past two years. They were gone from basically a little corner band um, playing little pub gigs and stuff all the way to international touring and supporting cool. some really big artists so cool yeah make sure you check them out they're huge i see our um our boys hands like houses still cruising around doing oh work. yeah <laughs> absolutely they are still nailing it and i actually think maybe the fame was supporting them recently oh really maybe yeah i think i think i saw that somewhere yeah well i could be wrong but <laughs> yeah no i still really appreciative for those guys as well giving me some time last year that was yeah, cool man. they are know? they are awesome guys they were amazing they were yeah they were really good live too you know? yeah they great energy on stage and everything so yeah, that was totally. cool did you happen to catch at uh spin effect spree festival did you catch Reese Mafton. 
Um, no, I was only there during the, the, the afternoon for a little bit. Um, sure, we sure. There probably on the, the Saturday, maybe f- between two and four, something, yeah, something yeah, yeah, like right, that. Right, we, did, cool. we were going to go down with the kids. You know, they were pretty excited about it and everything. And then we just played it by ear on the day. The kids were getting ratty and they yeah, had a bit yeah, of a yep, late night, yep. not before. And I thought, you know, let's just go down the afternoon now. Get them yep. down there. They can have some fun, but then we cool. don't have to sort of be there for the, the hectic period. So, you know, totally. you miss out on all, everything's lit up at night. And it's more exciting. There's <laughs> fireworks. Some, yeah, fireworks yeah, yeah, and yep. music and that. We kind of missed out on that. But, hey, yep. you know, they'll be there next year. And I'm getting a bit That's better right. at um, getting a little bit better at just letting things go like I love to do everything I want to be <laughs> yeah, involved yeah, you know yeah. I don't want to sit around and Epic miss out FOMO. yeah <laughs> man and, and and same with my kids I don't want them to miss out on, yep. on, on having a you know a crack at things that come around but the same time when you can't do everything and when you've got young kids sometimes you just create more stress trying to do too much yep so I just go oh, look, look let's just go down the afternoon and that's that is what it is. We miss out on this one, you know. That's right. Yeah, so. but uh, Reese Maston, I was really surprised actually. He, um, you might remember him from um, winning. I think it was X Factor, Australian yeah, Idol, one of the, the two of those, the like twenty eleven. Um, well. Yeah, he was like a really pop artist. Um, he was about fourteen or fifteen years old or something when he won it. Um, yeah. So you might remember "Shut Up and Kiss Me" and "Good Night" as well. A couple of his radio play hits that were getting massive airplay. Shouted out. Um, all the way back then, but his new music was was actually blew me away when he played live. He was awesome. Yeah. Um, he was playing some really like rockier stuff, and I, I, I guess if you kind of t- to kind of put him in a box, it was kind of like a little bit of a kind of light Gridspoon vibe mixed mm, with maybe yeah. maybe um, Jimmy Barnes, I reckon yeah, wow. probably. Okay, so he, he was he was kind of like aiming to be like a young Jimmy Barnes yeah, by his yeah, vocal cool. tone and stuff, like quite quite yelly in a way, but really cool. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, he was a bit awesome. more gritty so, than the stuff he was playing oh, before. Way more, then, yeah, way yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I mean, yeah. quite often people use the platform. Yep. Um, Australian Idol or whatever it happens to be, like Matt Corby. I mean, yeah. Matt Corby was an Australian Idol, and now yep. he's a completely, you know, he's this independent artist that makes. He, he had a, obviously the big hit brother, and he had a couple others. Yep. Um, I think Souls of Fire, some real awesome bluesy sort of style tracks, and then he's gone a completely different um, direction with his with his new music. And just, yeah. you know, I think Lisa Mitchell was one who was on. Australian Idol or one of those shows as well who's you know sort of was really more of a, a singer-songwriter um, yep. just that wasn't her vibe at all but you use the platform maybe make some of those songs to get your music out there and people know you and then you yep. just do what you really want to do once you've got a little bit of a background behind you, you know? totally yeah. yeah yeah but I'd really encourage checking him out like far out that was you know, it just kind of blew me away I was like whoa this is this is different and his music's that his new stuff is on like iTunes yeah yeah it's all on there all on there he's got he's got quite a few new albums that he's put out and I think he's an independent artist now as well so he's not signed any label he's just cool. pushing his own stuff himself yeah, that's, that's um, the way to killer. go totally totally but someone else who just made a comeback recently was Lee Harding do you remember him Lee Harding. No. no. Do I remember him? No. Is that, that guy who was on, oh, I think it was Australian Idol as well, but he, he did that song Wasabi. Do you remember oh, that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that <laughs> punk hit. That yeah, 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 totally. So he's just made a comeback recently too and he jumped on on The Voice actually. Yeah, right. Um, and, and, and did a pretty killer cover of Killing in the Name, which, oh, was, really? which was pretty sick. Yeah, <laughs> so that's on iTunes now as well. But I was like, what is this? This did is he awesome. Fin- did he finish off with the expletives? Uh, I don't think so. Not on Australian Idol, but uh, <laughs> sorry, not on The Voice. But uh, but no, he, he actually killed it. He was, he's doing really well. Um, and apparently, he hasn't sort of stopped the music career. Either. He's yep. just kept it going the whole time. But he just wanted to kind of take the next step again and yeah, get cool. back on the platform and kind of show his new style and his new self. So we got another crack on the on the reality. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the it's not often you see him come around twice. Yeah, eh? nah, not at the all. other guy I recently saw was one of the guys from High Five. 
Yeah, yeah, okay. and, he, and he was on. I think it was the voice auditioning as well, and he had not finished his music career either, but went overseas to yep. pursue his his kind of adult content and, and kind of shows. Which was yeah, cool. well, that's a hard uh, that's a hard stereotype to shake when you've been the one of the members the kids, of Take yeah, Five, exactly, you know, exactly. and then to go on move forward in your life yeah. to the next stage. So maybe maybe dipping out to Europe for a little bit and and, and working yeah. your chops over there is not 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 a bad go of it. Yeah, you know? well, I think that's exactly what he did. He just played yep. bars and clubs and hotels and stuff over in Europe, and and now he's back, I think, and, and kind of ready to reestablish himself. So. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't really matter uh, what you were doing. If you were to come straight from Take 5 and then go play your live music, you know, you, there's going to be a stigma attached to you. It's going to take a little yeah. while for people to go, hang on, that's my, right. my kids dance to you. you know? Yep, yep. So, oh, that's cool. Totally. Now, you're a Blink-182 fan, aren't you? I am, yeah. Yeah, right. Are you an all-time low fan? Am I a what, sorry? An all-time low fan. Do you know the band All-Time Low? No. Not no, really? no, no. So they're no. a pop punk band that I, I really like. I thought that like. was like a type of Blink fan you were going to say. <laughs> no, like, no, no, you know, no, like no, Eminem no. fans are called stans. I was like, what's an all-time <laughs> low fan? Maybe I'm not that big of a fan. Uh, not exactly. No, you, you, and admittedly, you probably would have heard a couple of All-Time Low's tracks and stuff. Okay. Like Somewhere in Neverland. Um, we're playing on Red FM quite a bit for a while there. And a few are other. they Aussies? Uh, no, they're from Canada or US. I think Canadian, it's, yeah. like, okay. No, I, th- I think it's US, actually. I think, oh, right, I think they're okay. US-based. But um, what's actually happened is recently, uh, Mark Hoppus from Blink-182 and the lead singer of All Time Low have formed a new band together, which is kind of cool. So they're called Simple Creatures. Simple Creatures. Yeah, and it's kind of doing a bit more experimental stuff that they've done, but it's still got the kind of Blink vibe and it's mm-hmm. also got the All Time Low vibe kind of merged together in a way with Mark Hoppus doing some vocals and Alex Gazkar from All Time Low doing some vocals. Cool. So I'll check it out. It's pretty cool, actually. I've, I've been digging that album lately. It's, it's just an EP that they put out, yep. but it's, it's really cool. All Time Low, I'll check that out for sure. Now, for me, Blink, it's really a thing of uh, um, nostalgia. Like, that yeah. was, you know, my teenage years. Blink-182 Blink, Blink were, were kicking around. And then when they got Travis Barker on board and that really gave them some oh, street yeah. cred, it just beefed <laughs> up their sound like one of the best drummers in the world. For it was just sort of, sure. we were fully sold on them from, from, from then on. And Travis Barker's one of those guys that's just, he's got so many projects on the go. He that's produces right. bands, you know, he worked yeah. with hip-hop artists and other punk artists. Yep. He used to, he was in the band Transplants back yep. in the day. He's just all, one of those guys that's always flat out busy. And you know he won't, he doesn't fly. Yeah, that's right. He only drives, yeah, totally after yeah, that crash, yeah. yeah. And, and has to go on a boat to go overseas. Yep, yep. So <laughs> pretty crazy. Pretty crazy touring logistics, isn't it? Yep. For sure. Yeah, it is. But uh, the fame who I talked about before as well, who we just chatted about, uh, they actually worked with Mark Hoppus on their latest okay, album. Okay, cool. So that album that they're about to put out, is a lot of the songs have been written with him, which is super cool. And also with uh, the lead singer of uh, Goldfinger, I think it is. Goldfinger, wow. Yeah. Uh, uh, just gone blank on his name. Um, but he's a phenomenal producer. Yeah, right. produces most of the punk pop albums that come out today. And punk yeah, rock okay, albums, so cool, cool. He's, he's amazing. Um, so I'm really keen to see what, what they've come up with on this album because I think it's going to be huge. They're, they're re- literally working with two of the best people in, <laughs> yeah. in, in that yeah. genre in yeah. the world so you know yeah. it's, it's going to be a good album I think oh cool man sounds yeah. good alright well, we'll definitely check those guys out yeah what else is, is digging you at the moment with music <sighs> um, probably not listen to heaps of new stuff at the moment which is why I'm going to uh, look check check out some of this stuff that, you, that you're mentioning to me at the moment yeah, going nice. back over some, some of the older stuff at the moment um, for myself but I've been into uh, I've been listening to a lot of audio books Oh, cool. Nice. And I've been, uh, I got myself into a, a terrible situation where I'm now obsessed with this audio book. So <laughs> I've read the series of books before years ago. Yeah. Um, it's a fantasy book. I normally cool. do audio books. I do like um, uh, people's autobiographies or like, I don't want to say self-help, but like um, uh, just th- things where I can learn something, right? I normally do uh, non-fiction audio books. Yeah. But uh, there's... A series, a fantasy series called The Wheel of Time. 
Okay. And they're starting production in a couple of months for the TV, uh, the TV series adaption of it, yep. screen adaption of it. And it's going to be huge. It's going to, it's sort of like, as far as story goes, way, way better than Game of Thrones. So it's going to be, yeah, that right. obviously filled the void that Game of Thrones left. But as yep. f- amongst fantasy fans, Game of Thrones was never one of the big, uh, the big books out there. Obviously, they it, it worked well as a, as a screen. It was sort of written to be a screen, uh, to be a, like a, a TV series as well. So it was very easy for them to adapt over. Yep. But Wheel of Time is one of the, the, the most well-known and widely considered to be the best fantasy novel ever written or series ever written. <laughs> it's like 14 books long. So that coming out as a screen adaption, I thought, oh, I'm going to have to go back over and refresh everything there's so many characters such a convoluted uh, plot i can't even start to go into it now we've literally <laughs> spent an hour and a half just trying to explain the plot, the plot yeah, right. <laughs> so i thought oh, i can't get back and i don't have time to read all those books again so i'll audio book them and now i'm i'm in i just finished book five and i'm hook line and sinker i've got to stop myself from downloading the next book as yeah, yeah. I go, because I'm like, I need, I need a break. I need a couple of weeks off it. <laughs> I'll just listen to it flat out. Every yep. every spare minute I've got, I'll chat the audio book. I'll do, go for a run. And, yeah, I've been binging on them. They're like 39 hours each. You know, these out, books, man. man so, and that's on 1.25 speed. So it's flat yeah, out. Yeah, right. Like, so you're cranking through it anyway. Cranking through. I don't need all the dramatic pauses and stuff. I've got the story yeah, yeah, in my yeah. head. I can do all that my, with my own imagination. So I just need them. Talking about the speed I'm talking now, just going through the characters, blah, 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 and all the, all the dialogue and trying to, yep. get, trying to get through it a little bit bit quicker <laughs> so yeah i'm book five of 13 books or something at the moment i'm deep deep into it but um yeah, right. that's going to be really great that as a screen adaption man it's going to blow people's mind not as um not as gory and dirty and sexual and 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 sort of uh what's the word um macabre as as game of thrones yep more story character driven um but just a better story there is definitely some dark scenes and and things like that in there but it's not game of thrones kind of pushed that as a selling point to get yep. people hooked in you know it was kind of he you know he knows what he's doing as a writer whereas wheel of time it's more just uh that's just the product of the story those things some of those things come about but yeah man yep. really looking forward to that it's going to be on amazon prime so oh, we're i'm gonna have to get an amazon prime subscri- subscription yeah <laughs> they lure you in don't they they've got they'll you. be they've they'll got be you. a year off or something with production so <laughs> there's um yeah, a, yeah. a reddit um, thread for for it was a bunch of them, but there's Reddit threads for for the Wheel of Time. So Wheel of Time nerds follow them. Yeah, uh, I don't spend a lot of my time doing it. My brother does, and he yep. keeps me up to date on everything. They've just recently released the cast for 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 it, so it's all it's all happening. It's all going down, and pretty I'm pretty excited about that. But that's taken up a lot of my spare time. I haven't been chasing a heap of new music at yep. the moment. But I'm pumped for that Birds album to to come out. So. Totally, totally, yeah. that's awesome. So what you're saying is don't check that out unless you want to waste all of your time. Unless you've got a lot of spare time. Let's go spare time, which I don't yeah, think yeah, you do, absolutely. man. Yeah, <laughs> then, right. yeah stay, stay away from it. Just wait for the uh, the TV series to come out, and you'll be able to get a little hour filling. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Smash yeah. through it quickly. Yeah, that's it. That's gold. Man, well, is there anything else you want to tell us about? Is there anything else you've got coming up? Or have we? you think we've covered most yeah, things? Yeah, well, uh, there, there is one more thing, actually. Oh, cool. We've got we've got an amazing show coming up soon, which we do every year called Headland Carols. Um, so this is coming up in December. So it's still a little way away, it four is. months to go. Yep. But uh, we are looking for local musos and anyone that would like to be involved in it. Um, so it's an amazing carol show that we put on um, in the community. Um, and then we, we probably have about two to two and a half thousand people come to it every year, which is huge. Yep. Um, yeah. So if, if you're interested in either having a food stall there or it, whether it be selling market stuff or even amusements or anything like that for the kids or, or being a performer on stage and singing some carols, then get in touch with us because, 
yeah, we're really keen to, to make it a really big community event again this year and involving everyone from the community. Looking so. to have some markets down there as well. Yeah, That's a good So people can get yeah. down a bit earlier in, in the afternoon and walk around and have a, make a bit of totally. an afternoon slash evening of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah, we yeah, tried that cool. last year. It wasn't as big as we hoped. It was kind of the first year in kind of giving it a bit of a tester. Yep. But uh, this year we're looking to take that to the well, next level. It makes so. sense. I mean, markets are huge up here. I've seen yeah. this market. My wife's all over them, so I don't <laughs> hear about it secondhand from her. But there, there's markets going on all the time and people love yep. them. You know, people yep. love – there's a lot of creative people it's one of the things i'm always blown around blown um, away by in this town there's a lot of creative people here yeah. there's a lot of people who you know who are doing really cool amazing things which is one of the reasons i have this podcast i want to speak to these people and, and hear their stories and you know totally and, and and there's a lot of people all these different markets going on people have got cool things to sell people you know and i think there's a lot of different little ones that go on around the place so to get a few of those yep together in a bigger setting like that it only makes makes sense yeah that I mean, time of year exactly the other thing is christmas is only three weeks gifts, after that yep. so get your christmas gifts that's the kind of yep. goal of it is kind of making a bit of a christmas market so you can I love christmas get man. your shopping done and yeah yeah exactly i'm like a big kid i, I, I <laughs> always loved oh i always loved christmas and then you know you get into your 20s mid 20s i was i still enjoyed it but it wasn't a, a, as big a deal for me and now having yeah. kids again it's totally like, yes, it's like here we go christmas again christmas back. time yeah yes, yeah exactly. and they love it we try to make it as big as we can and yeah, yeah it's yeah, awesome man. this is a good vibe there's a good yep. vibe around that time of year you know so uh it's love amazing it. big fan all right so um yeah, you happy we december 8th yeah december 8th get hold of um brad at pcc productions if PCL. there's anyone here who wants to have you know, like you say um any bands stalls any, yeah totally all the food trucks, like that. All we'll that have pastor david doing his massive awesome awesome painting again his painting story oh, that's cool that, that was he does. yeah man. yeah so that, that's killer so we're doing that again this year with, it, with another story so Check it all out. It's going to be huge. Santa came down in the cop car. Yes. Hopefully yeah. that'll happen again this year, which is going to be cool. Yeah, it was cool. That was, that was pretty awesome. It was, it was yeah. pretty insane, actually, because they took the long route as well, didn't they? They yeah, came yeah, all yeah. the way around, all, all the, the way kids, down to pretty yeah. full and back, and we're going, where are they? Like, the kids where are they all going? getting vibed and hyped <laughs> out about it, and so, yeah, yeah, that was cool, man. So, no, huge event. Check it out. Too easy. Well, Brad, thanks again for your time, man. Really appreciate it. Thanks for all the info on Northwest Fest. No, Congratulations on... PCC growing exponentially as it is at the moment. Love to hear it, man. And again, just thanks for for all your help with my audio equipment and setup. And hopefully, we get some cool, um, yeah. smooth sounds on this podcast <laughs> nah, now, man. Always here. Yeah, too easy, man. Really appreciate it. Hey, thanks for your time. Cheers, dude. Cool. Cheers.